In this episode, I share with you my five ways how you can overcome your fears and phobias in a natural way. Hello and welcome to the James Grantham Podcast, Super Soul Model Series, where I help you tune and tap into your natural state of well-being. In this episode, I want to share with you my five ways to help you conquer your own fears. We as human beings have a myriad of different emotions, but there are two primary emotions that we really feel. One is feeling love, or the other is feeling fear. In my terminology, I like to call it feeling on, or you're feeling off. And when you're feeling on, everything is working out. And when you're feeling off, it's your duty and your job, once you understand energy, is to find any which way you can to feel on again. Fear is often described as false evidence appearing real, but there are really two types of fears that I've come to know, which is one is valid and the other is a trigger. And in this episode, I really want to talk about the triggers that you have that bring on the fear and what you can do about it. You may feel fear when you're hearing footsteps or a noise, or you might feel fear when you're being chased by a lion or a tiger. This is a valid type of fear, and it's like, what can you do to protect yourself immediately? But if you're being triggered into a fearful response in the moment by something like water, public speaking, the dark, fear of flying, all these types of phobias that can arise within, then there's something you can actually do about it. And I want to share with you my five ways in which you can conquer your own fears in perhaps these areas. Now, it will take time because everything of value takes a little time and can be gradual, but it's something that you can heal and it's something that you can reset. These two different emotions of feeling love and fear is one is you're feeling on and the other you're feeling off. And when you're fearful, you're always feeling off. And how that comes about can happen for a different myriad of ways. You might have uh, taken up a phobia or a fear of flying through watching your parent be scared. So you've absorbed their energy because essentially we're, we're sponges to the people that we spend most of our time with. You could have picked up your fear through perhaps even a past life. You could have picked up your fears through being in a traumatic accident. And so maybe you're fearful of driving because you were in a car crash as a kid or your mum was in a car crash as a kid and you were in the womb. These things can come about in the most unusual of ways, but somehow in some way, we as human beings are always alert and we're always looking to protect ourselves. And so these fears stop us from experiencing that challenge or that traumatic experience again. So how do we release these triggers? How do we let them go? And how do we move from fear to confidence? And that's really what I want to share with you in this episode. So what are the biological effects of fear on the body? Well, fear speeds up your heart. It speeds up your breathing. It can make you sweat. It can also make you paralyzed to a certain extent and fearful of moving forward. Your muscles contract. And essentially your response to everything is really shortened. You're not able to respond in the same way as you can when you're feeling confident. So how do we move from fear to confidence? How do we stop it? Well, one of the best ways to stop the fear is to build new habits, is to stop it and conquer it by conditioning ourselves, by having some setups before any such occasion occurs. Now, let me explain. Triggers happen as a result of responses. Perhaps they're old traumatic responses. 
Perhaps it's something that you witnessed as a child or you witnessed as an adult and it stops you or paralyzes you from moving forward. We fear that which we don't understand. We fear that which we can't control. And it's either being intensified by the continual response that you have to it. And it's only when you break that pattern that new things begin to unfold in your experience. Remember, everything is a perspective. And if you can change your perspective about a fear that you have or a phobia you have, maybe of flying or of the water or of the dark, then when you look at it through a new set of eyes, then the whole experience dissolves. Now, it doesn't mean that it won't happen again, but you'll have less intensity regarding this. So there are lots of people who have talked about hypnosis that can be really powerful to be able to bypass those subconscious beliefs that create the triggers. But I want to share with you some natural ways that you can do it as well. Now, I'm not discounting hypnosis because I've done a lot of hypnosis and had hypnosis uh, in my experience, and it's proved to be really great. But what I've noticed that's helped me is changing my perspective about the situation. And as soon as I changed my perspective and I had the experience, because your experience, remember, is the best teacher, then you can heal and then you can soften how you look at things. Now, remember, fear is always enhanced by what you're giving your attention to. So if you keep having those same triggering responses, it means you'll keep that pattern going. And it's only when you change your response that that pattern begins to dissolve and fade away. So what are your fears? What are your phobias? Is it flying? Could it be fear of the dark? Could it be the water? Could it be people? Could it be exams? Could it be public speaking? Could it be performing on the stage? Could it be insects and spiders? What could it be? It could be a host and a range of different things. I know for me, I was quite angsty as a kid. And it's only when I began to release these own fears and I can look back on it now like with humour. And that's why Shakespeare said life is but a comedy of errors. But it's when I started to look at these things with a, a new set of eyes, with a new perspective, that these things began to gradually dissolve and fade away. And that's my experience of moving from fear to confidence. So the fears that I used to have, the phobias I used to have was fear of the dark, I was afraid of heights. I was afraid of very deep water. I was afraid of death and dying, afraid of public speaking and sharing my content. These types of things held me back for a bit. So is it possible to loosen fears and phobias? And the answer to that is, of course it is. And if I can do it, so can you. So here are my five ways to help you conquer and overcome your fears. Number one, the first and most important thing to be able to overcome your fears is to change your emotional state so you come from a more centered place. So centering yourself through your breathing and practicing meditation is so powerful to being able to change the quality of your day-to-day -day life. Have you ever noticed that when you have fear, it always stays in your shoulders or your whole body feels like it's just really tight? But when you meditate, you're doing the exact opposite of it. So when I was really anxious before I started meditating, I noticed that my shoulders and my body was always really tight. But as soon as I started meditating, even within a few weeks, my whole body just started to really relax and loosen up. And as a result, my skin improved. As a result, my flexibility began to improve. As a result, my eyes became brighter and lighter. 
I just had a more positive outlook in life. Now, I may have had a positive outlook before, but it was enhanced. And so even though I had anxiety and fear before, it kind of like moved, it gradually changed. It was like I was changing my emotional set point little by little. And that's the best way to move from fear to confidence, gradually. It's not going to be one sharp, quick turn. It's got to be a gradual change because that is manageable. And just like in nature, the seasons change gradually. The same thing you want to do from moving from one set point to another into finding your emotional balance. And as soon as you start having a meditation practice, what it's doing is it's rewiring your emotional circuitry. So think of it like someone coming into your house and giving you a rewiring process to make sure the electrical currents run smoothly in your house. Then that's exactly what meditation is doing. It's like you're getting the inner electrician to come into your body and reset your whole system. And it's soothing and it's calm and it's steady. And that is not a place for fear to reside. And when you meditate daily, what you're actually doing is loosening that angst and you're beginning to feel a lot freer. You are less jumpy, you're less knee-jerk reacting to life and what happens. Have you ever noticed that when someone suddenly just gets the jitters for no reason whatsoever, what you don't know is that the thoughts they were just thinking or the thoughts they were practicing throughout the day prior to that moment when you encountered them and they just suddenly were startled, they were not in the present moment. They were focusing on negative, heavier thinking. This is my experience. I've noticed it time and time again because I've had people jump out on me like kids in my family just like pop in and, and try and jump on me. And they're thinking, oh, we were trying to scare you. But I was so steady and so comfortable that I could feel them coming. So I wasn't nervous um, and I wasn't angsty. This is all a result of your emotional stability. Now, it's not to say that those things don't happen, but what I'm trying to say to you is the more you practice a centered state of being, the more comfortable you will feel. Meditation really keeps your thoughts at a higher altitude. It keeps you closer to your natural state of well-being. And fear doesn't really exist when you're at a natural state of well-being. You're never going to be around any challenges or problems by the law of attraction when you're at your natural set point. Because there's only well-being that resides which you're either allowing through good feeling momentum or you're cutting it off through thinking negative thoughts and think, feeling negative emotions. Because whatever you're getting is always a response to your emotional output. So meditation will always help you reach a higher state of being. And when you're feeling fear, it can attract into you unwanted. So remember, love and good feelings attract good experiences. Fear attracts unwanted experiences. And if you're new to meditation, you don't know how to do it. Just go and try my course. It's on my links. It's amazing. And I've done it in such a way that whatever your sensory primer is, it will talk to you. So there's a way that you can meditate that would be great for you. Just as a result of meditating, as I've mentioned many times before in other podcasts, I feel a lot more freedom as a result of meditating. I feel a lot more ease in life, knowing that when challenges occur, it's okay. There's always a way that things can be resolved. And because I've had enough magical experiences and I've seen life through a different lens than I used to, 
I know that everything will be all right in the long run. So life is much more rewarding and magical when you practice centering yourself through either deeper breathing or a meditation practice. It's all about conditioning yourself. Number two, my second way to move from fear to confidence and overcome your fears and phobias is to practice heart attention. Now, you can't experience love and fear at the same time. You can only experience one of the emotions. So if you're experiencing fear, you're not on the love vibe right now. You're not on. So how do you get there? Well, one of the other conditionings you can do is by practicing heart-centered awareness, heart-centered attention. A couple of ways you can do it. Place your hand on your heart. This is something done by the HeartMath Institute that they discovered. It builds heart coherence. And when you're in your heart, what happens is you're in a state of safety. And fear is a place of insecurity. And when you place your hand on your heart, you're moving from your head straight to your heart because when you place your attention on your heart with your hand, it diverts the attention right there. Most people who have fear are in their head, not in their heart. And so if you can spend more time conditioning, being in the heart, you're going to have less fear. So all the way during challenging times, how often do you notice that you're living in your head and not in your heart? That's the question you have to ask yourself. And the heart's intelligence will keep you safe. It will keep you sound. It will never put you in a place of discomfort or harm if you live there. That is my own experience. But you have to get to that experience yourself. So a couple of things that you can do is, number one, by practicing more gratitude. And it's even more powerful if you put your hand on your heart and you state what you're grateful for each day. I have this little practice that I do in the morning and in the evening where I put my hand on my heart and I, and I state out loud what I'm thankful for, what I'm grateful for today. And it's a very, very powerful experience because I know biologically I'm tapping into my heart's wisdom. And I'm getting out of my head into my heart for all the little things going on in the day so that I can really return back to my heart center again. And another thing that you can do is put your hand on your heart as you're sleeping and the other one over your navel. When you put your hand on your heart, you're feeling that security and you're feeling that safety. And when you're putting your hand over your navel, one hand on the heart, one on the navel, as you're drifting off, you're not leaking any energy. You're keeping your energy into your body and one on security and one on safety. So this is a really powerful thing you can do before sleep. I read years ago in a book called Autobiography of a Yogi that Parmahanda Yogananda, who brought a certain type of meditation and yoga to the West from India, he used to say that when you fall asleep, put both hands over your navel and as a way to be able to restore your energy and your body. I've found that when you put the hand over the heart and over the navel, it becomes even more amplified as a result of tapping into the heart energy, which is all about love, and the security energy, which is all about the navel. My third way to be able to overcome fear and move towards confidence is by practicing affirmations and affirmations. And I love the questions and I also love straight statements, but I try to make them believable. And anything that you affirm that you don't yet believe can be very difficult, particularly if you're in a fearful state. So I would never make affirmations when I don't feel good. But I would always ask better questions when I don't feel good. 
So one of the questions that I really love to ask myself and have noticed that when times were tough, I would ask myself is why am I blessed and why am I always safe and sound? And just asking that question soothes my nervous system because I know my mind can go and find previous experiences where life was difficult and yet it still worked out and where I was always safe and sound. So wherever you may be asking that question, why am I always safe and sound and why am I blessed can move you out of a place of fear and uncertainty. Another affirmation you can make is the universe has my back and everything is going to be okay. These little statements said over and over again can really soothe the tension in your shoulders. It's believable. It's possible. And by making those statements regularly, when you get evidence, you write that down and then you can say, hey, that actually did work out for me. Even yesterday, I was driving and when I stopped at the parking lot outside the store, the battery of the car didn't work. This was a first. And instead of me going into a a serious panic mode, I decided, universe, please help me resolve this quickly and easily. Show me evidence that you've got my back. And literally within two minutes, I managed to find a guy in the parking lot who had jump cables, who got me the car started. This was quick, this was smooth, and this was easy. Exactly everything I'd asked the universe to help me with. This was just an experience that showed me all is well, that everything's okay, no matter what happens, and the car works absolutely fine. The only challenge was I'd left my mum in the car with the ignition on for half an hour previous. But instead of getting absolutely freaked out and getting into a panic, I chose another route. This is the difference between being on and being off. Remember, the more challenges that you have, the more success you have with experiences of resolving them, you become a really powerful force, not only a force for good, but for all the people around you because you're holding a higher energy now. So my fourth way is to train in the face of uncertainty, because when you face the uncertainty, which is going to happen in life, things are going to come up, life's going to happen, challenges are going to occur, and you never know when they're going to happen. But if you can learn to be uncomfortable, if you can learn to be able to manage chaos when it happens, you're going to be really sure-footed, you're going to be really strong. Would you rather have someone lift you up on the edge of a cliff who's sure-footed or unstable? The answer is you'd always prefer to have someone who's sure-footed because they're strong and centered. And that's what happens when you begin to train in uncertainty. So if you're wanting to overcome your fears, you've got to be able to look at them and ask some better questions. So for me, when I have look at my past fears, I was afraid of the dark. So I asked the question, why am I afraid of the dark? Well, it's the bogeyman. It's what I've been seeing in movies since I was a kid. Is there someone out there who could cause me harm or whatever. So I decided to say, is that actually true? I'm like, well, I don't know. So I decided to be bold, be courageous and go for a run in the middle of the night. And that's what I did like many years ago. And I noticed that there was no one there. It was only my mind feeding me those stories. So then after that experience, I never was afraid of the dark. I thought, that fear's gone. Then the next fear I had was fear of heights. So I decided that, is this fear true? And the answer was, well, yes, it is. Because when you're really high up, you're not necessarily stable up there. Am I balanced? Am I going to die? 
a valid, fearful, triggering response. But what I decided to do is if I can land my own parachute, then I know that I can do anything. And whilst my body and my mind is telling me that heights are not the safest place to be, but I can take a calculated risk, then I will be okay. And so I took up skydiving and I've done like 20 freefall jumps as well. So I've landed my own parachute several times, done an accelerated freefall course, and that allowed me to feel greater peace and ease being at heights. The next thing was deep water, really afraid of deep water. And so anytime I've been on a boat, I've jumped off into the ocean. And the more I do it, the easier it becomes. Not to say that the feelings aren't there because you don't know what's in the water after seeing Jaws and other types of movies that try to terrify you. I just wanted to know I was safe. And each time in my experience, I was safe. So that's a good feeling. Again, remember your experience and your new perspective gives you new feedback and that new feedback changes you moving from fear to confidence. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes because you condition yourself through your experience. That's how you build confidence. Next thing was death. And when my father died and I was looking after my, my family and having to deal with the, the actual day and the, the actual day of the event, whilst it was bringing up all these heavy emotions, I realized I could still deal with it because I practiced centeredness enough that when the experience came, I knew what to do to be able to remain calm and steady because that's what my family needed and that's what I needed. So my new experience there taught me a lesson that the more calm and centered you are, the easier it is for you to deal with different challenges and adversity. The next one was public speaking. So the more I've done these videos, the more I've been on stage giving my talks about health and well-being and mindset, the easier it's become for me to be able to share my content and information and share my stories and lessons. All of these challenges, all of these previous fears were just things I built up in my own mind. And the triggers previously stopped me from moving forward until I started asking myself a few better questions and then taking some physical action regarding it because it's your experience that's the teacher. Otherwise, you'll just be always stuck in the mind and the mind's previous thoughts and patterns that you may have attracted from one way or another. My fifth way to be able to overcome your fears is to be mindful of the content that you consume. This, this is huge. Everything that's in your environment, you're picking up on a subconscious and subliminal level. So if your pictures are scary, then what you're doing is absorbing that lower vibe. And that's going to keep you closer to fear. If you're watching slasher movies, if you're watching drama, if you're watching the news regularly, it's got a heavier vibration, which is pushing you down, which is more closer to the fear vibe. So you've got to be mindful of what you consume and you've got to be mindful of all the content that you're bringing into your life. And one of the best ways to do that is to turn it off for a few days and start consuming inspiration, feel good stories, watching comedies, having things in there that lift you up rather than take you down. So if you just turn on the TV and just take what's on, that is just a reflection of your current vibe. So if you want to go higher, you've got to be very conscious about what you're going to be watching. And when you become conscious about what you're watching and choosing your shows, choosing your movies, choosing your documentaries and YouTube clips wisely, what you're actually saying is, is that I'm choosing love over fear. And when you do that, 
you're going to be vibrating closer to being on in your energy rather than off. And a lot of the world don't know this because they're not being conscious about their choices. And as soon as you do, you become more powerful. So what you're thinking and what you're feeling is what's coming back in the form of events. And if you're feeling fear, you're going to get more evidence of events that show up in your life that produce more fearful responses because the universe just goes yes the whole time. So to get out of that loop of lunacy, you've got to move from fear to a loving response by omitting what you're consuming. So change that drama channel, turn off the news, free your mind from any externals for a little while so that you can begin to dilute your energy so it's more attuned to a higher state. In order to move from fear to confidence, it's all about one good feeling thought at a time and getting out ahead of it every single day by writing out your intentions. Universe, I want to feel good today. I want to see evidence that things are working out for me. This is going to make you feel powerful. And if you've got phobias and fears, universe, give me evidence today that I'm safe around flying. Give me evidence that I can be on a a smooth and safe flight and I can be in a comfortable environment where I feel well nurtured and well looked after. People don't intend these things. They intend for fear. But what you want to do is intend for positive outcomes. And when you do that from a relaxed state of writing it down, potentially the best thing to do is first thing in the morning. This becomes a really powerful experience. Before I went out in deep water, before I went out skydiving, I'd write down what I wanted to feel and how I wanted the experience to go. Now, it's not to say that I didn't feel those emotions when the aeroplane door opened and I needed to jump out of 13,000 feet. That feeling was alive saying, I'm about to jump out and I've got this heavy emotion inside my body. But I did it and it was an exhilarating experience because I told my mind what I wanted to feel and how I wanted the experience to go. And it was close enough. It was a close enough match which gives me more confidence for the next time. And I want that the same for you. Give yourself the opportunity to experience confidence by being very clear with your intentions of what you want to create. Because you're only going to experience greater fear when you're not sure that you're a conscious creator. And I'm here to remind you that you're a conscious, powerful, genius creator. And anything is possible, but it depends on you showing up for you. And when you know this, you'll move from fear to freedom. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I hope it's been educational, uplifting and inspiring in some kind of way. And if it has, please write in and let me know what your main takeaway was. I love to hear from you guys. You make this show possible. And if you're new to meditation, you want to learn how to meditate, feel free to go over to my links and sign up to seven ways to meditate. It's going to be very powerful and it's life-changing stuff. This is what this podcast is all about. Until the next episode, I wish you a wonderful weekend and green lights all the way. Thanks for listening to this episode. And if you've been inspired in some kind of way, please consider liking, subscribing, sharing, and even leaving a review.